0: Welcome to... STAYS CRUNCHY AND MILK! If you have any questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Around? That is one of the ways. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those of you that need instant gratification in this millennial-based world. And, of course, the show's Twitter feed is at SKIMPOD. That's S-K-I-M-P-O-D. For the more patient amongst you, Which is none of us, let's be honest. The email address for the show is podcast at stayscrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy again, being spelled with a K. We're also available via Apple Podcast, something I've never heard of. Stitcher Radio. Are any of you still using that shit? TuneIn Radio. Whatever the fuck that is, I, I couldn't tell you. Google Play. I've heard of that. I don't use it, but if you do, thank you. Spotify, now that one I use, so find us on there, I know we're on there. And of course, at the website, stayscrunchymilk.com. Now I ask that you please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show, because honestly, I don't do that shit, and I need someone to pick up my slack. Now, I hear that there is a group of people here that collectively discuss music, and they provide for you, yes you, a pod call cast. It's a musical discussion show built on a hip hop foundation, which seems to be what makes the musical world turn these days. And I hear it's p- pretty swell. Our personal twitters are Tatum two one six, Lunchbox two zero nine nine, the real ODP, so and your host, Internet's tasty seven thirteen. Yeah, my attention uh, is split, but I'm here. What's the score? Twenty one sixteen, Tampa.
1: I said Tampa's going to win, but uh, I don't really have any dog in that fight, so don't care. X going to give it to you. Fuck what you waiting to get it on your own. X going to deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door. It's real with the non-stop pop pop from stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make a motherfucker wonder if he did it. Damn right, and I'll do it again, cause I am light, so I gots to win. And there's several uhs after that. Break bread with the enemy, what? No matter how many cats I break bread with, I'll break you who's sending me. You motherfuckers never wanted nothing but your life save. Bitch, and that's only, that's only light, on a light day. Man, I've never read these lyrics. Boxer singing them to me the other day, but wowzers. I'm getting down down like a nigga said freeze. But won't be the one ended up on his knees, bitch. Please, <clears throat> come on. If the only thing you, ca- come on. If the only thing you cast did was came out to play, stay out my way, motherfucker. Whew. man. Dmx really mm-hmm. went hard on that. Than that in those few verses, he was very See. upset seems like you were you were you were backing out of it the whole time you were reading like <laughs> I was taking it back he's because my favorite part of the song is of course the nonstop pop-pop of stainless steel now you have to imagine that happening in, in while, while while dan and i are standing in the middle uh, in, uh well i guess standing toward the front of a church it's pretty hilarious
0: yeah that, <laughs> that, that whole situation to me i i was unexpected because i got to the the church about like five minutes before the on record start time And I was in the back, and, like, I sat down because I was going to avoid everybody. And uh, the photographer turns to me, and she goes, do you really want to be in all the wedding photos? And I I, I go, no, I really don't. And she goes, yeah, you should probably move then. So I was like, I'll do that. So then I stood up, and I'm like, let me look around the room for the one black guy that's assured to be in here. Hmm. And and then, sure enough, I found T all the way at the fucking front and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> but all right here we go so i ended up walking all the way up to the front of the church and sat behind them and vanessa
1: it's a delight I've, uh, uh, a good uh, well I've, I've told uh this the oh you know what? let me introduce a goddamn show how about i do that hey hello welcome to it stay scripture milk it's episode 14 and we'll still put a hole in you I'm joined by my best friend, Tatum Two One Six, Lunchbox Two Zero Nine Nine. The podfather had to take the night off. The fact that we got him last night for an emergency little am I the asshole record? Impressive, because uh, uh, today him, his his wife announced to the world that uh, that they are uh, you know hitting the bricks and moving and shit. So I was like, yeah, oh, okay.
2: And, and, and then not I notice that. Um
1: you couldn't make a comment on that uh, on that particular post. Locked that post down, did they? Well, uh, uh, when you hear this, Gabriel, I need to know why. Why are you locking down posts, man? What, it, it, it was the message. It was not. It was on his post.
0: Let, Let people speak their truths, damn it. It's
1: wild out there, bruv. It's wild. The, also, the... well, no, 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 no. I can speak on this a little bit because there is information in that post that I don't even have yet. I don't think I'm happy about that. Oh, well, I didn't... You know what?
2: Once I seen that, I couldn't say congratulations. I didn't read the rest of the post. Fair enough.
1: And I'll be
0: honest, I didn't know there was a post, so I'm not outraged, but should I get on this outrage bandwagon?
1: I mean, you're you're welcome to join me in outrage, but I don't think you actually would be, so...
0: (laughs) I can fake it, though.
1: I like that in you. Oh,
2: my gosh. Fake an
1: outrage says... um, since 1991 <laughs> well you know how it is when we when we do the remote uh job you know what i'm saying we uh we read a couple of stories we do a little a couple little freestyles and then uh, i'm an asshole, and we get the fuck up out of dodge and that's what we're gonna do right now that's what we're gonna do tonight it's a breezy easy kind of situation it's how we get down like set us up so 410 and uh gotta tell you was not expecting to record it tonight but then, but then dan, once dan said it i was like oh yeah just because I posted the show should. today, don't mean I have no show to go next week. And Dan goes out of town tomorrow, so kind of it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure because like
0: I knew you guys had did that stuff last night that I couldn't make, mm. and so I was like, are they just counting that for 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 next week? Like I didn't know, so I just asked because like I didn't want to not show up if there was one. Yeah. So I figured it's best if I covered my bases because it was getting kind of late in the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. so yesterday's, and that's probably where my mind is at, because I recorded yesterday, and I'm just like, eh, I'm, I must be good, and it turns out, no, I'm utterly, utterly not, but uh, no, so yesterday uh, was just a quick little dip in, I did uh intro, so, that I, so I could have an intro, uh, we did Emma the asshole, uh and some listener feedback, April wrote to us, and, uh, and uh, some listener feedback, so uh, that, that's uh, that's all I we recorded last night, Bob, what is it, 30 minutes, you think? Yeah, it, it was about that. Yeah. So not, nothing too bad last night, Box. We just had, like I said, we just had to get that knocked out. Because I like, you know, amateur asshole is just kind of, I, I find it to be just a super important part of our show. So much showed that I'm going to try my best to start just throwing them bitches up on a TikTok like these other motherfuckers out here doing. Taking our ideal and getting 650,000 views and shit. So I'm like, fine. I'll have Vanessa edit and hack together some joints. I don't know about I'm, I'm going to pull this one off because Dan's kind of naked. But that's because he chose to be naked. No one called hey, upon him to be naked. Was I supposed to have clothes on? <laughs> I mean, <it's>, uh, <laughs> it, it means this particular episode's Emma Assholes won't be used <laughs> for, for, for any kind of TikTokery in the future. <laughs> oh, my bad. I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, literally, you you have to been there last night to have, to have had this given to you. Yeah. You're good. Don't worry about it. But uh, let's hit the ground running. Oh, you know what? Oh no, hold on. Hold on. Well, you know what? I hit the ground running. We'll catch up on the other things. Let's build. Biden announces new vaccine mandates that could cover 100 million Americans. President Joe Biden on Thursday, from CNN. If you want to know the source of this, Kevin Liptech and Caitlin Collins are the uh, the uh, whatever the writers giving credit for this. Credited writers is the phrase I should have used. President Joe Biden on Thursday imposed stringent new vaccine rules on federal workers large employers, and health care staff in a sweeping attempt to contain the latest surge of COVID-19. The new requirements could apply to as many as 100 million Americans, close to two-thirds of the American workforce, force, and among uh, and amount to Biden's strongest push yet to require vaccines for much of the country. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost us all, Biden said, his tone hardening toward Americans who still refuse to receive a vaccine despite ample evidence of the safety and full approval of one, the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine from the US Food and Drug Administration. He said vaccinated Americans are growing frustrated with the 80 million people who have not received shots and are fueling the spread of the virus. And he acknowledges the new steps would not provide a quick fix. While America is in much better shape than it was even seven months ago when I took office, I need to tell you a second fact. We're in a tough stretch and it could last for a while, Biden said in an e- early evening speech from the White House. If the center of Biden's new plan is directing the Labor Department to require all businesses with 100 or more employees to ensure their workers are either vaccinated or tested once a week, an expansive step the president took after consultation with administration health officials and lawyers. Companies that could face thousands of dollars in fines per employee if they don't comply. U.S. Postal Service workers would fall under that rule. A senior administration official told CNN and employees will be required to be vaccinated or face mandatory weekly testing. The Postal Service, a quasi-independent agency, employs more than 640,000 people. Biden also signed an executive order requiring all government employees be vaccinated against COVID-19 with no option of being regularly tested to opt out. The president signed an accompanying order directing the same standard be applied to employees, of contractors who do business with the federal government. He said 300,000 educators in the federal Head Start program must be vaccinated and called on governors to require vaccination for school teachers and staff. And Biden announced he would require the 17 million healthcare workers at facilities receiving funds from Medicare and Medicaid to be fully vaccinated, expanding the mandate to hospitals, home care facilities, and dialysis centers around the country. We have the tools to combat the virus if we come together to use those tools, Biden said at the outset of what was billed as a major speech to tackle the latest phase of the COVID-19 pandemic. The new rules amount to the most dramatic step to date to get more Americans vaccinated. Once cautious of vaccine mandates, the Biden administration is now wholly embracing them as vaccine hesitancy persists among certain groups. Administration officials Acknowledge the requirement for large employee, employers could be challenged in court, but they said their hope was to provide cover for federal of of federal rules to businesses who want to require vaccines for employees. The new rules come as Delta variant tears through communities across the country, causing upticks in hospitalizations and deaths, particularly in areas where vaccination rates remain low. It's a lot more to that, but a lot more, probably. Well, let's see. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm going to stick with a lot more to, to that story, but I mean, I only want to read you so much of it. Jesus Reese. I'm going to jump over to this story. This is from a scene. This is by Jake Zuckerman of the Ohio Capitol J- J- Journal. So, scene must just be uh, uh, reposting it. Judge reverses order forcing Ohio hospital to give Invermectin to COVID 19 patients. A Butler County judge sided with a local hospital and reversed a previous court order forcing it to honor a prescription of Invermectin, which infectious disease experts have warned against as a COVID-19 treatment for a patient who has spent weeks in the ICU with the disease. After two days of testimony and arguments, Common Police Judge Michael Oster issued an order Monday siding with Westchester Hospital. He said the hospital bears no duty to honor a prescription, written for Jeffrey Smith 51, for Invermectin, a drug used as a dewormer in horses and an antiparasitic in, in humans. The drug has surged in popularity as COVID-19 treatment egged on by conservative politicians and media figures despite adverse warnings from the Centers for Disease Control, the Food and Drug Administration, the American Medical Association, the Drugs manufacturers, and others. The court is not determining if Invermectin will ever be effective and useful as a treatment for COVID-19, Oster said. However, based upon the evidence, it has not been shown to be effective at this juncture. The studies that tend to give support to Invermectin have had inconsistent results. Limitations to the studies were open label studies where a low quality or low certainty, including small sample sizes, various dosing regimens, or have been riddled, so riddled with issues That the study was withdrawn. Julie Smith brought the lawsuit on behalf of her husband, Jeffrey Smith, who tested positive for COVID-19 and was admitted to the ICU July 15th, where he remains today. He has been sedated and intubated on a ventilator since August 1st. The hospital refused to honor the prescription written August 20th, prompting the lawsuit on the same day. On August 23rd, another judge wrote an emergency order demanding the hospital administrator administer the Invermectin as prescribed. Monday's order nixes the August order. So I say those two stories go hand in hand because, of course, the president of the United States has said, motherfuckers, y'all got to get right. And you got to get right now. But for a hot moment, a judge in uh, Ohio was like, get that motherfucking dewormer. What's the worst that can happen? (laughs) And. uh Another just today was like, no, we're not giving out dewormer, <laughs> it, especially in a hospital setting for COVID-19. When we have a perfectly fine vaccine that we know works. And I don't even know what to do with it, with it when it comes to these. Okay, So on the, on the show that went up today, Vanessa and I told the story of, uh, of on a beach in Canada meeting a, a QAnon uh, type person. These seem to be the type of people who would take, uh, you know, horse medicine for their uh, <laughs> for treatment of COVID. Again, we have a treatment for COVID. It's real simple shit too, and uh, it's free. <laughs> and uh, you did don't it? have to get, you know, you know, apple flavored horse paste. <laughs> did did um? Did Joe Rogan take that too? Joe Rogan t- did say he took that, but amongst the other things, Joe Rogan took is also the same treatment they 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 gave the president of the former president uh when he had COVID, which is a wildly expensive treatment that rich people can't afford it's uh so they they're just trying to do everything besides taking the vaccine actually i feel like they're trying to do nothing and then this is a little something and yes not the vaccine i feel like they doing nothing So pretty much, they just air Like, we just gonna take some tussin's, some ginger ale, and lay down. We'll it be all right. It is. That is exactly what they doing. They, or they swearing their bodies can fight it off and vitamin C in high doses. That's the thing that lady on the beach told us, too. You know, the vitamin C and so forth. I'm like, that lady was crazy. Crazy. It was that was it was a wild one to be to, to bear witness to. Yeah. Um,
2: I, I back way back when um this this pandemic uh, was going on, I doubled my vitamin C intake, mm-hmm. which I usually take up um I can tell you now, I usually take uh one thousand milligrams. no two thousand milligrams
1: and how much is that your daily dose of vitamin C uh
2: shit a thousand percent yeah so it is. 1,111%. So, I, w- I usually take two a day, just okay. with my vitamins every day.
1: Yeah.
2: And when this pandemic first started, I was taking, um, so, four a day.
1: Okay. And boy, oh boy, was that a fucking mistake. What are, the resu- what are the results of taking 4,000 times the amount of vitamin C one uh, would need? No, you mean
2: 4,444 <laughs> times. I got uh, um like severe it's it's not it's not even heartburn anymore I'm trying to think of what it's called Um It's not thrush But the shit hurt it real bad mm. and like my acid um uh, buildup was very very bad and it, <laughs> like uh every time I laid down at night my shit was burning like like a son of a bitch and I had a backup office. So be careful when you feel like you're going to take more vitamin C or more zinc or or more anything your body doesn't necessarily need more of. Um, be careful. And a, a little tidbit. The vaccine is FDA approved. But guess what isn't?
1: Oh, Ivermectin <laughs> Vitamins. Oh yeah, vitamins are not. No
2: vitamins actually, are um are approved by the FDA. Not even
1: Flintstones. Ten million strong growing. Uh, so what it comes down to for vitamins is uh, it, it, the reality it is you pee them out. Yes, especially vitamin C. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't really hang around in in the body. Now I guess if you took them while with some food or something, uh, you know maybe. But. It's just like I don't I don't, don't honk it no. Get your vitamins from your food. That's why they tell you to eat five veg, fruits and veg a day. You know what I'm saying and and so forth. So it's it's uh, it's uh, it, it's it is uh it's really interesting to me that that it's like clearly they have a fear of of the, of the pandemic. See, so that so that right there already is like kind of a step in the right direction. They are acknowledging that the pandemic exists, and COVID is a thing, and they could be sick by it. Because for a while there, it was like that shit's fake and bullshit, and then of course it went from there to the Chinese did it, to whatever. So it's like it's like they're making these baby steps toward the idea of okay, so I guess you know this is a disease that exists and can do irreparable harm to us.
2: But w- have you? It was funny, uh, me and my uh, girlfriend were talking about this theory. You remember what happened right before the pandemic broke out? It was a law that was passed in Ohio about um, not pa- not um, using any more bags in a grocery store.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the state? I just thought that was my neck
2: of the woods. Was that the whole state? That was the whole state of Ohio. Huh. Oh, shit. So, where do most bags come from? Christors. No. Where are they produced. Oh. I don't know. Where? China. Really? really? So with that being said, the conspiracy theory is that China, what well, that was one of their major exports, was exporting these bags. And then <laughs> and once we start taking away, it's like, nah, man, we don't want y'all to get rid of them bags. So take this COVID. <laughs> Man, I I guess. That, that, that is a... Uh... The bag's still here?
1: <laughs> well, shit. I, I, as, a, as I was literally uh, just north of the border and they don't do bags up there. Well, you have to pay for bags up there. That's what they do. Yes. So they have bags, but you got to buy them. And they don't have any plastic bags. They have uh, or paper where paper, they have those fabric ones. And the fabric ones are for carrying heavier items. So they call, they call those 20-pound bags. So that's, that's what's uh, popping with those. I don't, I don't know. So I can't call it. So what? The, the one state says no to bags, and they they like, the whole country has to pay. <laughs> yes. Everybody <laughs> um, got to pay. Oh, my God. Uh, I would hope if you're a listener of this program, you are uh, a believer in science and that uh, have gone out there and gotten your vaccine, if you can, and I hope you are in full health and safe and doing well. And uh, if you are a listener of this show who does not believe in that, I'm going to ask that you please not take uh, horse medicine or medicine when given to humans in any form is a small amount and used for parasites of which the COVID-19 virus is not one. <laughs> so we'll just uh, we'll ride out with that and I hope for the best for you. Uh, Two more stories, but I said I kind of feel like they kind of got, a, they kinda got a, an, an ebb and flow to them, a yin and a yang. Story one, this is again from Cleveland Scene. This is uh, Vince's uh, last name. He won't tell me what it is, so fuck that dude. Ed Gallick, capable of telling a half story with the best of them, recently brought his Fox 8 i-team crew to Parma to interview a homeowner. Oh, you know what? I didn't read you the, the, the headline. And... We got to punch this headline up because in Gabe's absence, the headline of this story is Parmer Man gets upset. Black Amazon driver through his Black Liars murder sign calls police and Fox 8. I'll read it to you again. I need some punch up work on this. Still, this Parmer Man gets upset. Black Amazon driver through his Black Liars murder sign. Calls Police and Fox 8.
0: It, I don't know. <laughs> that one's kind of good as is.
2: Well, how, how about, um, Parma Man,
1: um, Lacks Self-Awareness. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go, Parma Man Races, nobody, nobody, everyone believes it. <laughs> so, well, let's, let's go from there, uh, Again, Ed Gallick is a reporter from Channel Eight, and again, and as the as the they write about him on a uh, on in scene here, always capable of telling half a story. They uh they had to clown him right quick. The Parma man is upset, you see, because a black Amazon driver delivering something to his house noticed that among his Trump signs and pro-choice signs, pro-police signs. Forgive me, I was like pro-choice. Wow, that's amazing. What a weird combination of humanity. But no, pro-police. It's signs. called levity tea. <laughs> he had one that read Black Liars Murder and took immediate offense, throwing the sign into the street. Mm-hmm. The sign, in, in Ed Gallup's opinion, could possibly be considered racially offensive. It's really a question that's open for debate. <laughs> but that debate will happen somewhere else with another audience because Fox 8 felt it was offensive enough to blur the sign in its video coverage and not even repeat what it said on the air or in its story online so that the audience could see for themselves. Unblurred pick below. Many people still buzzing. So Ed Gaelic, this is a tweet Ed Gaelic wrote. Many people still buzzing over video release by I-team of an Amazon driver ripping out a sign in a yard he considered racially offensive. Homeowner has to run over, run, turn over video to police yesterday. Incident sparking great debate. Someone, I mean, respond, someone responded to Ed with a, with a picture of the sign that says "Let's not Let's not say he just considered the sign racially offensive. The sign is, is racially offensive. I mean, I understand,
2: like even the, because I mean, it's it's a lot of um of those like police signs and shit over here, and I would love to kick the shit out of those signs, but I don't. And I understand. I mean, I understand, like um, you know what they're trying to say, like, no matter how offensive it is, it was that man's property. But that that bullshit was
1: racist. For sure. Let's finish up the story. What Gatick is after here is the real story about an old white dude who, with a straight face, explains that, after the Amazon driver picked up the sign and hurled it into the street, he called police, police because he was worried and felt like he was in danger. I'm afraid. I'm an old guy. I can't run, he said. I said, I don't want to discuss this. You know, he's a stranger. He just mocked me and called me a coward and held up the package he was supposed to deliver. Amazon, to to its maybe possibly sort of credit, but not really, basically told Fox 8 the statement, the sign was offensive, but that, <laughs> but that they will also investigate the incident. Hate, racism, or discrimination have no place in our society and are certainly not tolerated by Amazon. I wonder, however, did he get that sign from Amazon? <laughs> how, however, the behavior in the video does not reflect the high standards we have for our drivers. We will investigate internally and appropriate action will be taken if needed. Unfortunately, Palm police are also still on the case. Palm Police Department Information Officer Lieutenant Daniel Syriak Cis- Ciri- told Cleveland.com this week that charges criminal trespassing, criminal damaging are likely. Whoa!
2: every it campaign, can't be, it, it can't be trespassing because he was supposed to be on the property. But of course, I'm just a small town, suburban lawyer.
1: <laughs> every campaign season, there are some signs that come up missing. But this wasn't a political sign. This guy is making his statement for whatever his beliefs are. Now it's obviously up to interpretation, but you're always going to have someone who's going to push the envelope. Sir Zach said, I'm sure it's offensive to some people and not offensive what? to others. But if they find something offensive, call the police. We can go out there and talk to the residents, the building department, and law department to find out if it's crossing up that line. Obviously, people have their First Amendment right, but regardless of, that sign, if of the sign that's up there, you can't just walk up if you disagree with it and rip it out of somebody's yard. You have to respect other people's property and their political views as well. No, I don't. I do have to respect their property, I guess. But uh, at that point, that's where we can wrap that up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm i ash- uh, I'm ashamed to be from
1: Ohio. So let's leap over to Missouri right quick.
0: I noticed today that my uh, neighbor has a flag hanging from his front porch.
1: Oh, I've seen the Blue Lives Matter flag. That yeah, line through it.
0: I noticed it today. Like I I didn't notice it like the the line
1: through before. Yeah,
0: really. But I noticed it today when I was in the front.
1: Yeah, we we uh, we have clowned a, a couple of times upon arrival when it's up, and like and, I, and uh, or when it's down, I'm like, oh, he's pulled the flag down for the day. It goes to <laughs> Listen, half Mr. mass. Mr. Perfect Yard is a bit of a I don't know what they say. I mean, but his yard is perfect, so I mean, gotta put yeah. some respect on that. <laughs> Missouri teacher resigns after school tells him to remove Pride flag. You see why I say these songs kind of these 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 uh forgive me stories kind of ebb and flow district administrators mandated the flags removal after apparently parent allegedly expressed fear the educator would teach their child to be gay. This is by Joe Yurkaba over at uh, NBC. You want to punch that headline up? <laughs> Missouri teacher resigns after school tells him to remove pride flag. Hmm. How could you punch that up?
2: Um, rainbows only going on our cereal, Missouri. <gasps> <laughs>
1: them, niggas, them niggas probably avoiding uh, 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 lucky charms out of fear that it's going to change their kids gay. Apparently, because good lord!
0: I wish they just avoid them because lucky charms suck.
1: <laughs> A Missouri teacher resigned last week after administrators in his school district told him he had. Oh to my gosh. I had, I got, it. I just got one. Punch it up
2: somewhere over the rainbow, not here, Dorothy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, after school, district told him to take down his pride flag and that he could couldn't discuss human sexuality or sexual preference at school. John M. Wallace, twenty-two, which means this is a brand new teacher. And we need teachers in this country more than ever. And you, you, you just was like, you just gonna shove him out the, out, the, out the game. Sure thing. Who taught speech, theater, and world mythology? Said he hung a, a rainbow pride flag in his classroom at uh, Neil Show Junior High School on the first day of school to create a welcoming environment for all students. And he said, students notice. I, I had on the first day about five <clears throat> students that came up to me and thanked me, he said. They said, thank you for having the flag up. I wouldn't know where else to go. But just two days later, on August 26, Wallace said he was called into the meeting with administrators who told him that a parent called and expressed concern that Wallace would potentially teach their child to be gay. Hmm. Before the first day of school, he said he asked for permission from administrators to hang the flag and they advised against it, but didn't instruct him not to. So he displayed the flag and two signs above his whiteboards that both read in this classroom. Everyone is welcome. During the meeting, August 26, the administrators told him to remove signs and the flag, which Wallace said one of the administrators compared to the co- Confederate flag. I was told that the, in the classroom, I have to be middle of the road on political issues, he said, and that's OK. This is not a political issue. Wallace said, I said this is a human rights issue. And then I was told I have to be middle of the road on human rights. There's no middle of the road on human rights. Wallace said he had students come in every hour August 30th to ask where the flag and signs were. He told him that he had been, had a meeting and was told to take it down. And then I went a step further and said, if you're gonna have a problem with the flag representing me or my students, there are other classes that you can find. He said, he told the students. The following day, he said, he was called into a meeting with Jim Cummins, the Neosho School District Superintendent, who said multiple parents had called him and said Wallace was pushing an agenda in the classroom. Mm. Cummins asked Wallace to sign a letter that prohibited him from discussing topics related to LBGT, LGBTQ people in the classroom. The letter shared with NBC News said if Wallace was unable to present the curriculum in a manner that keeps your personal agenda on sexuality out of your narrative in the classroom discussions, we would ultimately terminate your employment. It added to clarify this further, there will be no reference to sexuality or gender displayed in your classroom. Your instructions and classroom conversations will stay clear of dis- discussion regarding human sexuality and or sexual preference, and any research or assignments given should not require a topics related to the above. Wallace said that ultimately he signed the letter, but he resigned the next day. He had planned to stay until September 30th, but on September 2nd, administrators told him that they had found a replacement and that he had until the end of the day to pack up his classroom. He tweeted about the experience a few days later. Cummins said in the statement as per all personnel matters, there is a limited amount of information that is allowed to be shared by the school district. Wallace said he grew up as as a closeted teen in Neosho and said he his, the letter broke his heart, adding that the term sexual preference was used, which shows that the district and people in Neosho clearly believe it's still a choice to be who I am. He said he he, he has since filed a complaint with the education department Office of Civil Rights alleging that he faced employment discrimination <clears throat> due to his sexual orientation. Cummins declined Comment further about the complaint. Uh, I'll finish it. During his first meeting with the school administrators, Wallace said one told him that the school's LGBTQ students know they're supported, but he added, if that was the case, I wouldn't have had students thank me because they didn't know where else to go. So it was very clear to me that the district, this school was not a place where they felt safe." but for them to see a flag in the classroom, they instantly knew that my classroom was an environment where they could learn and where they could feel safe. Now Wallace said he plans to move to St. Louis where he hopes to be a speech and debate coach, but he doesn't plan to teach K through 12 school anymore. I don't want people thinking I hate my district. I grew up there. I love it so much, but there are very clear issues and public education is meant to serve all of the public, he said, and if you aren't doing that by protecting LGBTQ plus educators and students, then we aren't doing what public education should be doing. Glad I finished that story. That's actually wrapped up pretty nicely. A well-written piece by let me. Get at Arthur's name, Joe yorkaba again, over at NBC News. So in one story, a man just you know, snatched up a dude's sign. and another story, an administration snatched up a man's flag. and it's uh, a, lot, country, a, lot of, a lot of flag hate going on right now. This country been on one lately, man. This country has been on one, and, uh... It's, a, it's, a, it's
2: more... I mean, I just kind of feel like... Uh, man, we just need to dismember all fucking flags. I know, like, boats gotta have flags to show where they coming from and stuff like that. But, like, I'm, t- I'm just so tired of flags, period. They never
1: mean nothing good. I mean, I got this sweet flag from, uh... From, uh... No More Heroes...
2: It's the Santa Destroy <laughs> flag. I do. I got a flag from when I went to medieval times.
0: I have two of those downstairs. Man, <laughs> one, I, one was from medieval times, and one was from the, the Hotel Excalibur in Las Vegas.
1: Oh, wow. nice. Ah, oh, boy, <clears throat> that was a selection of tales and stories, and uh, and uh, I don't know. I I I I have gotten to a point where I'm just not even getting. I'm not even like really upset. I, I know that the great state of Missouri for a minute. there, one of the highest uh, COVID race in this nation. Be on some bullshit. I got friends in Missouri, like several. And they all talk about how bad that state is and how awful it is to be there. So I get it. And, uh, I live in the great state of Ohio, the, uh, northernmost Southern state. I know that we <laughs> have people who would have black liars, murder signs thinking they did something so clever. So, uh, you know, fuck that old man. I like that he was that he liked to pretend he was scared, even though for sure that man got pieces in his house and would have shot that black man dead had he had he uh, gotten a little too close. So, uh, you too close, man. Yeah, yeah, and just would have and would have been just fine because I know how apartment police get down too. So, <laughs> it's like none of this is shocking and none of it takes me out of my hookup. Uh, I'm pretty hyped that uh, the president is like fuck it. I'm about to play this card and see how it go down and see if I can get all y'all to get vaccinated. How would that work out? We'll see. I mean, I am vaccinated, so I don't care. So <laughs> we just we ride with that shit. I but,
2: swear uh every time I go into Mark's and they talk about, they talk about we giving away vaccines again, I'm like, man. So they just see if they got the Moderna and just get all get
1: three you said, Modernas out <laughs> of this bitch. You said just go run <laughs> go get go get that. Go run them back. You know what I'm saying? hey just just let's like. go from gold to gold, like <laughs> and then give me one of them johnson and johnson's too while you're sitting on it yeah just one just one yeah so yeah especially uh, yeah I, I don't know
2: i'm already pickled enough i might as well i i don't live more life than i'm going than i'm going to live so yeah
1: yeah, yeah
2: so. give me what you got
1: <laughs> it is uh it's a wild one out here. That's all. That's That's, that's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying, man. So, but, uh, uh, what's I about to talk to you about? Shit, man. Oh, okay. So, uh, I can tell you, quickly tell y'all my little, uh, phone, phone story and, uh, how, t- uh, phone is back. Showed up today at, uh, I was uh, so, okay. While on vacation and this is a normal happenstance, i just leave my phone in my swim truck's pocket even if i go in the water phones are water resistant in this day and age it's a non-issue i've never had a problem before this i've swam with my phones i swam in pools i swam in lake Erie. i've never i've swam in the actual ocean with my phone i've never had an issue ever you gotta let it dry out before you plug it in you know what i'm saying because it'll be like hey my plug is kind of wet leave me alone yeah the port is (laughs) wet yeah yeah but never had an issue before this time and uh I knew something was off because i I got my phone out and, and i took a picture of uh at, at the grocery store i was at up in canada because i took a pictures of, of, of all my multiple boxes of shreddies and multiple containers of five alive and it's like i was like man that's a foggy ass picture what's i look at my cameras and my cameras is fogged over kind of like uh oh missed. no and i'm like mm, that's under that's the skin not, that's that's not that's no good and then like the phone worked most of the way back home it had its off and ons, but it's like, I'm like, but I was just like, it was probably wet. The, the plug wet. I can get it, but no, for the first time ever, I murdered a phone and, uh, I was super like, fuck, <coughs> cause I was like, I don't have, uh, Apple care, which I know is required for Apple to just even fix your phone, uh, fix your phone at a, at, at, at a reasonable price. But <coughs> I was like, so I was like, well, let me look it up. Let me see how much it costs And to get a phone fixed. Uh, Sans Apple Care. And it was like $700. And I was like, well, if a nigga got to do it, a nigga got to do it. So I was prepared, prepared to spend the $700. Not happy about it, but prepared. But then I went and looked through my, my phone shit. And, and I was like, well, I'm paying for insurance every month. I see that. Maybe I can just hit up Assurian and be like, you know, make a claim. But then, it's like, one of the things in the fine print about that is they don't fuck with liquid damage. I was like, damn, they got me. But as I further read, as it turns out, because I have Apple devices, they don't do the Asurian shit. They just do Apple Care on all the all they Apple products. So it turns out, I not only did I have Apple Care, I had the better Apple Care, Apple Care Plus. <laughs> and uh, which I found out was like, like Disney and uh, Paramount. <laughs> I didn't, fu- I found that out when I went to the Apple store to the Genius Bar yesterday because that's what they call their repair center, the Genius Bar, to have my phone looked at because I really just wanted to be like, all right, man, what's tell me what's what. And uh, a couple things we found out is the phone was technically working, but not really, and that like the screen wasn't working. But it was making noises and it was vibrating and stuff, but it just really wasn't working. And he was like, well, good thing you got Care Plus. Cost you a hundred bucks to replace it. Nothing to it. Bad news is we don't got none in stock. I have to order you one. I'm like, well, all right, just do that. Go ahead and order me one and I'll wait. No big deal. I got the iPad and uh, it's, it's, you know, it has enough features that I, I, I can get by. And... uh Sure shit. Uh, Vanessa, co- co- hits me up at some point on on the iPad because again I can get messages via it, and I can get iMessage via it. I couldn't get regular text messages, and it was like, "Apple called, your phone's up there," which is pretty dope because, like I said, he was like the way he was talking. I was thinking I wouldn't go have a phone until at least this weekend, but it uh it, my replacement phone arrived today, so I went and snagged that. But here's the issue: I have not backed my phone up in, fu- in full. Since June of last year. Hmm. Which means when I plug this phone in to do a backup on it, it's basically my phone from June of last year, which is one complete iOS ago, one, uh, you know, uh, OS system ago. Plus just me figuring out TikTok in the meantime and me doing this, that, and the third. It's like, it's so much shit that I'm like, I still have to do. I had to reset my watch to work with the phone. It's just chaos right now in my phone situation. But I have a phone again. I will continue to pick away at it and figure it out. I, I kind of got everything back where I like it to sit at. I should probably delete the Clubhouse, right? We never really gonna use that, right? Eh. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. All right, I'll leave it for now. <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't have access to Clubhouse anyway, so I have nothing to delete.
1: I thought that they released it everywhere and it was on Is it not on uh, Android?
0: I mean, unless it changed, it was only an iOS app.
1: Hmm. I mean, that, I mean, I guess. I get it. But, I mean, that seems unnecessarily dumb.
0: <laughs> I mean, didn't people stop using that shit once people started going out in public again?
1: Ah. Uh, well, shit. Unless I'm, I'm, I'm not even signed into Clubhouse. Sign it with your phone number. Let's, let's, let's sign into Clubhouse. Uh, my (laughs) notifications to know when a room starts. Nah, don't allow I don't want your damn notifications. Uh, I mean, there's some rooms popping in clubhouse right now. I can't call them. I can can, can start a room and, uh, apparently there's all kinds of things ready to be had who the fuck knows i got clubhouse because i was invited somebody gave me the invitation to join, and i thought that was kind of sweet like oh sweet i got one of these fancy clubhouse invitations and i've never once not once used it <laughs> so yeah brian uh, sent me one but
2: um it was i mean i, I think i downloaded it but I, I just don't think i ever used
1: it yeah plus they have that same basic feature on uh, twitter you know what I'm saying? You can just do Twitter, whatever the fuck it is, the uh, discussions. So, it just worked. It twenty one nineteen uh now. I mean, I know you watching, but still. Just in case you, the listener, want to know what the score was of a game a week ago by the time you hear this. <laughs> the, Bucc- <laughs> the Buccaneers have the ball. It twenty one nineteen. The Cowboys have uh, made this made this, made, it, made it a closer game. and uh, At this point,
2: I, I just hope Br- Br- Brady should just win them all. I, I really don't care. He should keep playing until he's
1: 50. <laughs> bro, if he can still sling it and they and, and, and they and still, why not? Why the hell not, bro? I can't even I can't even disrespect it. You see the Ravens lost two players to ACL Terrace today. Wow.
0: The crazy shit about that, too, is like that was their third running back. That's gotten hurt for them in the last week and a half. Oh, wow.
1: they was already down that deep in the depth chart. So they're starting
0: running back towards ACL in the last preseason game uh, like a week and a half ago. Then their third string running back, I'm sorry, yeah, their third string running back tore his Achilles in practice last week. Then the guy who tore his ACL today was the number two who was going to be the starter. So now they're on their number four running back as their number one running back.
1: Yeah, the Baltimore Ravens' horde run of injuries continued Thursday when cornerback Marcus Peters and running back Gus Edwards both suffered season endings, torn ACLs in practice today. Yuck.
2: I wonder, like, because it, it, it seemed like a lot of... I'm not going to say a lot because I, I don't really watch football a whole lot. But a lot of uh, players seem to get injured maybe because they weren't playing enough or
1: they're not practicing enough. Can't call it, man. Somebody must put a root on them. That. <laughs> Just, that's wild out there. They need to call Miss Cleo quick. Uh, call him in now.
0: The fucked up thing about it was apparently they said, like, after, like, the running back towards ACL... After they got him off the field, and they like ran the next play, that's when the other guy tore his ACL. It was back to back fucking reps.
1: What was wow. going on with that? Is the field <laughs> bad? I mean, that's crazy. Like like those old um,
2: legends about um, the old Boston uh, arena was like it's dead spots. You can't dribble the ball here.
1: <laughs> that right there is some. Uh, that's some old school Browns bad luck. You know what I'm saying? That's that's that's. That's some Ohio luck following them.
2: <laughs>
1: I know, what happened happen, uh,
2: to
0: Like, I'm yeah, not sitting here wishing anything on anybody. Not ever. I'll, I'm just saying right now, it feels kind of like the cloud over us is moving on, and now it's our time to shine.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: I will, I will gladly accept it. It is the twenty fifth anniversary of the balloons killing
1: all those people from here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that. I thought yeah. We just. I thought that, that it was in the. Well, I thought that was in
0: the eighties.
1: Yeah, I thought that shit happened. Like when we read the story that it happened right. like literally like on Dan's birthday. Dan's birthday. Yeah. yeah. So what? Thirty five years, right?
0: Uh, yeah. I'll be thirty six in a in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The thirty sixth year anniversary Dude. of us making a big ass mistake with a bunch of balloons.
1: Yeah. We out here just trying to grow as people, man. I love when people ask me, "What do you think it's going to be the football season? I'm like, no. "Guy, I, I hope we do well. <laughs> I just hope everyone has a good time.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's why, like, increasingly, I know, um, you know, I, I do love the city I'm from, but I'm increasingly like to wear hats from different cities, so you can't ask me no questions. I don't know. I'm wearing a Florida. I'm gonna buy me a Florida A and M hat, <laughs> um, just because I want the colors.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, let's see. I Don't know if anything else I need to uh, go go down the list on. Like I said, most of the like I said the the, uh, the episode of the one up today uh, covered a good deal of uh of uh the uh, what I did actually uh, I wanted Dan to share with the listeners his opinion. On the efficiency, the efficiency of that reception we attended, <laughs> because I just I felt like I couldn't express it enough how perfectly that re- operation got ran. <laughs> so did you
0: did you speak upon it already? And I'm just yeah, yeah, adding, me, me, yeah,
1: okay. me, and Vanessa, me and Vanessa talk about our, our 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 wedding attending situation, but I was like Box will tell y'all <laughs> about how good that fucking. <laughs> so, I. As is well documented,
0: is not someone who necessarily likes to attend major functions full of people that I don't know. So at this wedding ceremony, outside of the groom, I only knew T and Vanessa. <laughs> like outside, I, the, outside the bride. Bride, sorry, sorry, right, yeah. my bad. Uh, hold on, let me dismiss my cat. <laughs> So, um, I mean, like, the one lady from work, I recognized her, but, like, she wasn't my friend. I didn't talk to her. <laughs> like, I remember when she had, like, a going-away party and shit, and I didn't go to that shit. So. Um, so, like, I was, like, my anxiety was at an all-time high, and I was just, like, wanting to be there, but then, like, get the fuck out of there. And it's no offense to, like, anybody, and, like, you know, it's just... I don't like want to be places like that long, and as I've gotten older, like I don't feel the need to necessarily like
2: to fake your way through it.
0: Yeah, to stick it out, you know, like to put on a happy fit. Fa- like, like not to say I'm—I I mean, I'm—I'm I'm kind of—I'm sp- speaking on it poorly. Like, I'm not trying to say I was upset, but it's like I don't want to soldier on when I'm uncomfortable longer than like I feel necessary. And I feel like I'm at that point in my life now where, like, if a party ends at 1130, like as this one did, but I want to leave at nine when it started at six, I'm fucking leaving at nine. Like, you know, like, thank you for having me. I came. I stayed over half the time. You know, all those who want to stick it out can party on. So I kind of went into this, like, with that expectation of, like, I'm going to get out of here at some point before the end bell. And, you know, that's just going to be it. So, like, the ceremony at the church was, like, the normal church ceremony. Like, they had it all on a uh, in the itinerary, the, like, the plan fit that they give you. And, you know, it went down. And that was fine. Like, it wasn't overly hot in the church or anything. So it, it was all right. Then we get to, like, like, the reception was a couple hours after the church uh, service. And... I was completely blown away at, at like how like on point like they didn't fuck around like they showed up like they started like it, it said six to eleven thirty they didn't start at six so, like it started more around like six thirty, but like when they actually started they just fucking banged everything out like they got the <laughs> they literally like got the first dance out of the way right away they did like the the speeches like bang 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 bang. They fucking just went cut the cake and then like food came out. We ate and then like some people started dancing and then I was going to leave, but T made me stay another 40 minutes for some reason. <laughs> and then I fucking left and went home with some cake and some like some brownie. Like I came home, I got home about like nine 40 took a dump and then I played call of duty until like two o'clock in the morning. It turned out to be like a pretty solid, well executed day.
2: Because most of the wedding
0: that. most of the weddings I've been to, the reception never starts on time. The speeches go insanely fucking long. Then like people fuck around for a while and it's like it's never like let's go, let's get this going. People got shit to do. Like the speeches of this one, like the the daughters was real good. Like I'm not going to lie. I teared up a little bit. Um, the one speech like by her sister, and I, and I know her sister's going to hear this because her sister came and, and met me and saw uh, somehow she listens to the show. I'm going to be honest. I couldn't hear a fucking word she was saying. <laughs> based on where the placement of the – they had like one speaker for the entire hall. And like the way she was talking to the mic, the only words I heard were big sister. I literally couldn't tell you a single other thing she said. So, like, then, like, the daughter talked, and, like, I don't know if it was just she was talking in the mic differently or what, but, like, I could actually hear her speech, and that one was tear-jerking. Then, like, the best man talked, and, like, he did a fucking half-ass bro speech where he's just like, oh, <laughs> he's your problem now, no take-backs, hardy-hardy-har-har. Har.
1: So, as as Vanessa and I said on, <laughs> on, uh, on, uh, on, the, uh, on the other episode, he he went up after some Oscar winners and just had nothing to show for it. And I think he probably should have went first. He should have went first, cracked his jokes, and then the more emotional speeches should have went after him. He probably would have been better suited to do that. But after go, you go up against the people who just had the whole room crying, he just had nothing to he he had no juice to share. I feel
0: like the men should always go first at ceremonies like that because we're not normally less emotional. It's it like a lot of the speeches I've seen were very much in the vein of his of like, oh well, you know, he's been my friend for twenty years, but now he's your problem. No take backs.
2: <laughs> it's, it's never like,
0: man, that time that you and I were in that car crash and we made it out, and I'm so happy you found the love of your life. No, it's always like, Nah, he's an asshole. I don't want to deal with him anymore. He's your problem.
2: Yeah. He can't cook, he can't clean. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> So yeah, it was like, it was like, it started off like kind of baseline, but like, I, I can't judge the first one because I couldn't hear it. Da- daughter had me crying. And then it was just like a fart noise after that.
2: <laughs> oh, shit.
0: But like, the food was alright. Like, I we were at table 22, which like, I'm always at like one of the last number tables for these things. Like... Like, my sister's wedding, like, I would have been technically at, like, the family table, but the whole fucking wedding was just our family. Like, we didn't, she didn't have, like, a giant hall rented out with, like, everybody like this, so it's, like, my one time to shine, and, like, I I, I shined in front of no one, so. Um, every other wedding, I'm always at, like, the, they don't know anyone else here, so we're gonna throw them all together table.
1: Where, whereas, um, I don't know. I, I, I would, uh, I would say, uh, as as well planned out as that whole thing was, we were we were set there for a reason. It was close to the window, so we get, we got good ventilation. It was nearest to the bar, nearest to the bathrooms. Tell you, man, we got we had the best one of the best tables because of its general location. I fucked with it. Yeah. Oh. I'm not saying that the table
0: placement or anything of that was bad, but like when it usually comes to table settings, it's, it's by like family and all that. Like the numbers are, are what they are for a reason. Like there was a movie on Netflix about some shit like this, where it's like all the people thrown together at the last table that don't know each other, kind of like the Mm -hmm. dredge of the drags of the invitees, you know, like, look, look at our table. It was me, you, Vanessa the one lady from work that like we don't talk to that left like our our web work site like like seven years ago yeah some other lady from work that I don't know whose date stood her up and so she called a friend to come wedding crash and then a guy who was sitting next to me who I'm not even sure who the fuck he was there with he was there, he, 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 was there he was there the lady who uh, who uh, works with us but doesn't work with us. See and that's funny because this whole time I thought she was a lesbian.
1: I mean, not, to, not not to be putting the homies' business out there, but yes, she is. So I don't think that was a date date. Okay, somebody to go with because that yeah. guy looked like he was fucking miserable. <laughs> oh no,
0: because she wasn't even talking to him. He was literally sitting there just staring at everything. Like I don't know if he even knew anybody. And so he did, like
1: he he, he 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 did not. He was clearly yeah. a date.
0: Yeah. He clearly he, – she brought – drug him there and then, like, didn't even, like, make an effort to, like, entertain him. Like, I feel so bad because, like, I didn't know the guy and I wasn't going to do it because I didn't even want to, like, be around anyone I don't know. So I just talked to T and Vanessa the whole time. So, like, at least I had a buffer. Like, that guy, like, you know – I guess, like, if T and Vanessa weren't also at that wedding – say I was alone, right? I probably would have befriended him in the moment so that we could kind of, in solidarity, get through it together. But I didn't need that this time, so motherfucker was on his own. <laughs> well, he,
1: laugh, he laughed at Vanessa's joke about, uh, about uh, uh, what is it, uh, the blessing. So that was pretty hilarious. So they seem to have, at least he had a little, at least a bit of comedy to lean on Vanessa for. Because the reality of it is, is in that, in that situation, Vanessa is my date. You feel me? Mm-hmm. She don't know most of these people. But but oddly enough, uh, Melissa and Michelle both love her to death. And so it becomes like, oh, OK, so it turns out, yeah, you're you're loved because, you know, you're my folk. So it's like it's, it all kind of works itself out that way. It was great. It's a good time. As, as, as we already said, I, I like having, like I said, me and Dan, man, <laughs> through this through this life. <laughs> We be out there handling it, man. It's just it is, and it just makes me chuckle that we that we do such things, man. And uh, I think we stayed a respectful amount of time. We didn't Irish goodbye, even though we said we were going. to, we didn't. We 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 actually made a point to 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 to, to you know do our thank yous and our parting cries. I tried.
0: I, tried. <laughs> I was fully committed to Irish goodbyeing, and I was planning on it. I literally had the exit strategy planned out. I knew which door I was going to slip out. I knew when I was going to do it. And T fucking stopped me.
1: (laughs) I mean, to say I stopped him is... Come on, bro. I really have no say over the matter. But I asked. And you... You you, you, you
0: asked in a way where it was like... "Mm, You don't really have a choice.
1: (laughs) You always have a choice. I can't run your shit. (laughs) But... I'm glad you think you I'm glad you you you're telling me I got that was juice. I, I might say
0: no, because there's a reason like why you asked, because like I didn't need to be there. You wanted me be there because Vanessa was trying to make you dance and you needed someone to help make you feel comfortable. So you didn't want me to leave.
1: You do make me feel comfortable. It's your role in my life sometimes to make me yeah. feel comfortable, because otherwise,
0: like me leaving at 820 was no different than me leaving at nine o'clock.
1: Hold on. I just, I just, I just, I like hanging out with you. I like hanging out just in general. It's just a good time. In a nice public setting, which we don't get to do much. You know what I'm saying? So, who else is I going to complain about the food with? Nobody.
0: (laughs) I mean, we didn't really, like, complain about the food. Like, it was wedding. Because it was was, fine. It it was was catered wedding food. It was fine. Like, yeah.
1: The brownie was, (laughs) (laughs) what'd you think of that brownie, though?
0: It was real thick, it had good (laughs) flavor to it. Yeah, I was like, like the, the dessert layout was good. Like the cake was, I got a good piece.
1: Like <laughs> uh, uh, that cake was so good. I, I literally yeah. I mess. I literally messaged her that like, a, a message that I did not ever respect respect to receive an answer to. But five thirty that morning, I got a response saying it was from this cake spot in this city. And of course, now that message is gone because I got a new a new old phone all of a sudden. <laughs> cake. <clears throat> yeah,
0: like I swear, like. Let's just say that I had fun that night, and about one thirty in the morning, while playing Call of Duty, I ate that dessert.
1: Fuck with it. I I, I guess i will the good now.
0: But yeah, like, no, like, the food itself actually wasn't bad. Like, I feel like, and this is no slight to, like, this catering company, but I feel like any catering company that makes rigatoni is just fucking phoning it in. The rigatoni at catering is never any good. Yeah. It's always some half-assed noodles with some like sticky sauce on it that's like barely covering it. It's it's like there's nothing to it. It's just a piss poor side dish.
1: Yeah, I, and, and now that I think about it, I didn't even actually eat because I actually ate in between, and so I was like, I'm full right now. I can't eat anything else at this point. So mm-hmm. I can't. I couldn't complain because I didn't. I ate, I ate uh, a piece of bread at the table because you know I enjoy a good roll. And yep. I ate the salad because you know nothing wrong with some the, roughage.
0: The salad had the biggest piece of tomato in it that I'd ever received in a salad in my entire life,
1: bro. I don't even normally <clears> eat tomato <throat> like that. That was a good ass tomato. It really was. I was like, "That's." I a don't tasty like tomato, tomato and
0: I don't like cucumber, but I put them down. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I forced them down the shoot. Um, but like, like the food overall was was all right. Like uh, the chicken was really tender. Not to say that it was like you know like dripping with like most flavor or anything, but it was it was very cuttable, very edible. Um, the mashed potatoes were good. The vegetables were cooked. Um, I didn't have any of the roast beef, but you know it looked like roast beef. Righto. But yeah, man, that cake—I'm fully with you. That was some excellent fucking cake. And then and then the little dessert tray platter thing they put on our table was. Was pretty nice, like you know, it had some variety on there, a little bit of something for everybody. There, like there was an éclair, there was some baklava, some brownie bits, some uh, cannolis.
1: Yeah. And so if <laughs> nothing else, that company knows where to buy its sweets from.
0: <laughs> so the one thing though I, I realized is I'm gonna have to start standing up for for hugs from people because
1: most T-D-I- of these, yeah, it,
0: it turned into titty facial facial hugs. And I didn't even mean it. Like, I was just, I didn't know people and I was nervous and I didn't like, I was like, standing up for me is hard when I'm surrounded by people. Cause I don't like, I'm a tall dude. I gotta move the chair. I don't want to bump into people. Yeah. So when like people are like, Oh, give me a hug. I'm like, I felt like shackled in how I could perform the act. So then I like, I'm ended up with titty hugs and I'm like, I'm not trying to be that guy. You know, I'm not trying to titty hug strangers. But but that's like what ended up happening.
1: (laughs) Uh, Titty Hugging Strangers. I mean, it would be a real soon after another titty uh, uh, show title. But I mean, it's kind of good, man. For right now, we'll put that in the alternate title. Titty Hugging Strangers. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Well... That, 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 again, we didn't really really walk all back down that lane again, but I just I, I want I want some of Box's insights into it because uh, uh, again he was riding Chaga with the with the homie, so it's also good. Um, you are about to head out to Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. Hey, that same shitty state we were just talking about, Missouri, and uh, to go watch the Browns season opener against the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, so. <clears throat> Our plans changed slightly in that, like, I'm le- I'm still leaving tomorrow night, okay. or, like, Right after work, so I gotta like pack up during work tomorrow. I mean, work during work tomorrow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, like, I, I like as soon as it hits six o'clock, I, I gotta drive over to my buddy's house. Um, then we're gonna we were originally gonna drive to Indianapolis and stay in Indianapolis overnight. Yeah. And that was only like I originally had thought, like, either we could go to Indy or we can go to St. Louis because there's no way we were going to make it to Kansas City, like, us all having worked all day and then driving 12 hours. Like, I didn't think that was doable. Yeah.
1: But I know it's a 12 hour drive.
0: Yes, 12 hour drive. I have
1: made made that drive, so I'm with you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, when we come back, we're going to be doing the whole 12 in one shot. Um, because my buddy has to get back for work on Tuesday, whereas I took the whole week off. Okay. So, um, but I, I I looked at it. And I'm like, all right, we can either drive four hours and get into Indy around probably like eleven, because I'm sure like it's gonna take me like 15 minutes to get to my buddy's house, and then we got another guy coming. So I'm not sure if he's gonna beat me there or not. And then we'll probably have to stop for gas at some point or whatever. So you tack on I 45 minutes extra, whatever. I'm thinking we'll get there around 11. 11, I felt like, was an all right time to check into a hotel, get some sleep, get up in the morning, and then hit the road and finish the other eight hours. (coughs) My other original thought was we could drive to St. Louis, which is eight hours away. So if we hit the road around six or seven, we get into St. Louis around two or three, which for the three of us is completely doable Because most Friday nights we're up all like around that time playing Call of Duty with each other anyway. So, like, while we're not driving a car, we are awake doing something with motor skills. Okay. That's usually around the time that we kind of like start petering off and going to bed, but we are up that late. And so, but like, I felt like two or three o'clock in the morning might be hard to find a motel because we don't have like any accommodations booked for tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, you're going to drive until you can't no more, and then, like, this is where we staying.
0: Yeah, so, well, that's why I originally picked Indy, because I'm like, well, it'll be early enough. We can find something, get a good night's sleep, and then hit the road. But then, like, my buddy was like, hey, why don't we just drive to St. Louis, crash, get up, and then eat some food in St. Louis, and then finish out the drive, so we'll be in Kansas City in the afternoon. Whereas, like, the other way, we'd be in Kansas City probably around the evening,
1: Okay.
0: And I was like, well, fuck it. I if you want to, you're the one driving. So, like, I'm I am not opposed to it. Like, I, I'll i be able to stay awake. So, uh, now we're driving to St. Louis instead of Indianapolis tomorrow night. So, um, I have never in my life just kind of, like, randomly stopped at a motel to stay the night anywhere. Okay. So, this is going to be a first for me. Because any time I've ever done that, like, we had, it, like, a reservation. I've never just come up to someone, like, like, I'm trying to cheat on my wife or something and be like, hey, you know, I got 50 bucks cash. Does that get me a cot? Like, you know. So this is going to be a new experience for me. Okay. I also I mean, don't know. You not
2: you can plan it if you really wanted to, right? Like, say, uh, we, we know this place is in this direction and you know where you're going. I probably could, but,
0: like, we don't necessarily have to get exactly to St. Louis, so... Yeah. Maybe it might just work out where like T said, it's like we just get as far as we can get, and if we gotta pull off somewhere in some like suburb or whatever, small town, like it is what it is, you know.
1: Can't say this enough. If you can pull it off, uh, a uh, the the the, the, the double tree. Always the lick spot at, and they get you cookies. Can't go right. <laughs> One of the greatest cookies I ever had in my life. Because they, 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 they have a specific recipe. So mm-hmm. Tell you if you can get a double tree, that's the spot. Plus, it's usually they're usually very well priced, competitively priced against everybody. So I would tell you to get a double tree if you can. So this is
0: gonna be an interesting trip for me because like I've been doing like physical therapy on my back since like we got hurt last week. So I've been using like the acupuncture mats I have and the like the roly spiked roller I have and stuff to kind of like loosen the muscles up and, and stretch them out. So I'm planning on taking the acupuncture items with me. I've never traveled with, like, therapeutic devices before. So I'm, I'm curious to see, like, how this helps. It's definitely been, like, helping with my soreness. So yeah. I just need to keep the shit loose because uh, if I'm going to be walking around and, like, going to the game and tailgating and shit, like, I don't want my back, like, being locked up when I get there. Because it'll probably lock up by the evening because my back always takes a while to heal when, like, I pull a muscle or something. So, me taking the acupuncture mats will help loosen the back up, like in the morning, and the, like, but I'll do it before I go to bed, and I'll probably do it in the morning when I wake up, yeah. just to try and keep things loose, so I have a little more mobility, and I'm not like zombie walking around in pain and shit.
1: I mean, what well, you 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 got you got a plot and a scheme, and like I said, like as said though, you're saying you gotta know your general direction, so you probably can kind of get a lay of the land and be like. If we do six hours of driving, half the drive, I guess you know what I'm saying. Kind of, kind of can, <laughs> ca, kind of can air out eye out. What you, where, which, where you where you're gonna be in that general direction? And you'll be all, you'll be fine. It's gonna be it's gonna be lovely. It's gonna be a great time. And uh, hopefully you bring some uh, some of this uh, good luck and uh, the Browns win, and uh, then we can just rattle off like seven straight wins, and that'd be great.
0: I hope <laughs> the, I hope they win. But I'll settle for not getting blown out. <laughs> you are like, even, Brown ju- fan. Just don't fucking embarrass me. Well, it's because like that's- I know we I know we have a good team, right? Yeah. But I know the other team has the better quarterback. So like, and it's like it's not just like slightly better. It's like the young fucking QB that's yeah, he's like the fucking future of the league. Yeah. So it's like while like I don't think that like we don't have a chance. We also like going into their house with, like, a brand-new defense that's never played together as a whole. So, like, it's going to take them a little bit of time. So it's like, this dude who fucking slings, like, the most beautiful incomplete passes I've ever seen (laughs) against a defense who's never played together before. Like, I'm hopeful, but, like, I'm not going to be, like, crying if we lose. Like, there's a reason why they're, like, a two-to-one favorite, you know?
1: You're hopeful, but you're realistic.
0: But like to say that, like the season goes along, we get more cohesion, we get better. Like I could see us meeting back up in the playoffs and winning if we don't win on Sunday. Like, but I could also see us winning on Sunday. Like I'm not, I like I'm hopeful, but like I'm real too. Like I'm not like over oh, the Browns. We're gonna win no matter what. Fuck them. <laughs> like, no, we have a shot. But like I know we're not the favorite. <clears throat> Well, at, least not, I, at least not going into this game.
2: I mean, overall, you just pretty much going for the experience. If the Browns win, it's a plus.
0: Yeah, like, I've never, like, been in Kansas City before. So, like, getting to, you know, get a trip, like, trust me. Like, it was a hard decision because the cost of this ticket is very prohibitive. But I made it work. I worked a bunch of overtime. You know, I... I manage my money as best as I can for the most part. I do buy some stupid shit, but, you know, I I make a livable wage and I plot well enough, you know, so I made it work. Plus, it helps that, like, my buddy bought an Airbnb. He essentially rented out a mansion on Airbnb, so, the like, the accommodations are pretty nice. Which you all will hear from him on a future episode of Skim, because I talked to him about being on the show to discuss pizza with us, and he emphatically said yes and demanded he be on as soon as possible.
1: Fair enough. That is one <laughs> I would like to do in person with some pizza. Yeah, I was going say, are, are we going to pizza
2: from somewhere?
1: We, it's probably, uh, pro- uh, hopefully this Ohio Poc, uh, code.
0: I literally right. ate that for dinner tonight, last night, and the night before.
1: Yeah, fuck oh. with it.
2: I, I, mean, I had... Um, I made a barbecue chicken pizza today for dinner.
0: I was eating. So, we had our 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 football fantasy football draft on Tuesday. And the reason I had tried the pizza from this place was because he he bought like six large pizzas and a couple of things of cheesy bread to bring to the draft for everybody. And when the draft was over, we had like half the pizza left. So, no one wanted the deluxe pizza. So I ended up taking an entire untouched pizza home. Oh. And so yesterday and today was the first time I ever reheated pizza in an oven.
1: I like that you put <laughs> some respect on it.
0: I actually had to look up on the internet how to reheat pizza in the oven properly.
1: So, uh, I me mean, I, I use the, uh, when I want to reheat pizza now, I use the, uh, the stove top method. <laughs> which uh which I I I've, I've come to very much enjoy. But what did, what what did you what did you discover in your method?
0: So the the method that was told to me by the interwebs was mm-hmm. if I if I didn't want to put it directly on like tin foil and put the tin foil in there, yeah. the other option was to preheat the oven to 450. But preheat the oven with the pizza pan in the oven with no pizza
1: on it. Like a pizza stone.
0: Yeah, so like you you turn the, the the pizza pan, you get it to 450 along with the oven. So when you put the pizza on there to reheat, it immediately starts crisping up the crust. Nice. And then you just put it in for 5 minutes to kind of reheat the cheese and everything on top, but the pan's cooking the crust, like crisping the crust up underneath while it's kind of reheating everything else.
1: Going forward, is this your is this going to be your preferred method? Uh,
0: well, based on the quality of the pizza that came out of there, yes, it it made the crust fucking fantastic. Dig it, I dig it, man. Now, I can't speak if to say that it was the method and not the pizza, but in this particular case, it worked out. It was pretty fucking good.
1: I'd be like, stop! You're both right. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with. It. Oh my god, man! This uh. This Twitter app is very unhappy with me for having to log into like several accounts all at once. <laughs> uh, I well cool. Uh, a future, soon to be future guest, Jack. Uh, 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 Jack, and uh, we will. Uh, we will. That's gonna be dope. I would like to have him on the show because uh, it, it'll be his second time on the show. Oddly enough, if you know it, our live episode from some years back was uh, was he uh, he 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 played uh, played played at that set. So, so I fuck with it. <laughs> um so Aunt, you said you, you, you said you're pretty good, right? You not got nothing that you really care to uh At eleven sixteen, uh, no sir, I don't. Sp- sprinkle <laughs> out here. I got eleven twelve on my clock, but I hear you, my nigga. Oh, oh. Uh,
2: yeah. It, <clears throat> I forgot. <clears throat> I got so, my so. little um I guess this is really inside baseball,
1: but that's a clock. <laughs> very good, very good. I am. Um, uh, From here, it looks like a glowing orb. It is. It does, <laughs> it does have a glow. Oh, there it is. I saw the. I saw the face. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, okay. Uh there. Uh, just a quick little bit of whatever. There was a Sony, uh, a Sony event today. Anthony, where they announced just a bunch of shit. Yeah. Including. Uh, the guys who make Spider-Man making a Wolverine game. Oh, that seems to be a, um, a good thing. They also announced Spider-Man Two, where you be, be will you be able to play as both Miles and Peter, but also the bad guy in that game is going to be Dan's favorite Venom. Mm-hmm. So that uh, that looked pretty 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 swell. Uh,
2: if, if only if only I could uh, manage to buy a PlayStation.
1: I mean, by the time it comes out, you got to stretch, so you good. They also uh, uh, showed off some of God of War Ragnarok, which will be the sequel to uh, 2018's God of War. So if you fuck, yeah, they that said game,
0: it'll be the last God of War,
1: the last God of War that takes place in that mythology pantheon. Mm. So we'll switch over to another one. Everybody been talking for years that the next the next go around will probably be Egyptian mythology. Mm. So fighting, uh, you know, the like your
0: new and shit. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so that that could be a good time. So basically, this is the last of the Norse mythologies. So that that's 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 a that's a good time to be had. Um,
0: the new Call of Duty is set for release in November. Call of Duty Vanguard.
1: Vanguard. They're taking it back to World War II, and uh, Activision Blizzard is going through some things right now about the state of California. I think we talked about that, but that particular game was written by a lot of people who I fuck with so that is it's saving grace and why i will probably buy yet again uh call of duty again this year so but i'm looking at you activision blizzard you're some bullshit? you know it and the great state of uh, the great state of california knows it as well which is why they are uh, suing them so on behalf of uh, employees and uh contract employees so i'm pretty hyped about that uh i've been playing psychonauts 2 on the xbox because like i said it comes with game pass pretty fun so far I, uh, I, I assume you've just been in the war zone. Uh,
0: that is all I have played outside of my tablet games, yes.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Hey, you been on anything? No, sir. <laughs> That's okay. Just I had check yeah, in. Just okay. Yeah, no games. Um, like, I've
2: been playing um, uh, Subway Surfers on my phone every once in a while. Nice. <laughs>
1: but, that game still up.
0: exists?
1: Yes. It I literally just when I was re-downloading the apps, it popped up as was like, "You want to get this back?" And I'm like, "No, no, thank you, no, thank you." But Man, that's another, that's another I, thing. Ant. All these games are still coming to PlayStation Four, so you can just get them on there. God of War is coming. The New Horizon is still coming there. So I mean, I, I got the feeling because they still can't get enough Playstations so ma- built to sell. They're still making stuff. They're just putting stuff on the PlayStation Four. Yeah, so, makes sense. Yeah. I'm sorry, box. What were you about to say? Oh, I
0: was gonna say like I remember playing Subway Surfer like eight years ago.
1: Yeah, it was all like we used to, we used to try to beat each other's scores. It was great. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. <laughs> I remember the one run that I had went for like 45 minutes straight or some shit. Jesus Christ! I had what like three million some shit. Like it was it was a big ass score.
1: I can't even imagine playing. I mean, <laughs> who knows how Subway Surfer all these years later? Still fun. Fair enough. In this run of Subway Surfers, you should probably download that on your phone.
0: Trust I just remember voice. like being in the zone, and it was like, it wasn't even like I was like thinking; I was just doing like everything naturally because I'd been playing so long. And I just like before I knew it, I had like gone almost like an hour without failing.
1: That was me coming home the other night <laughs> from from Canada, and I was I was a little shook by it because I was like, this is too. This is why people get in access when they close to the home because they get too autopilot. I was bruh, I was moving lanes and shit like. Like, on surface streets, like, nothing to it. I'm like, this is not how I should be driving. I had, like, I had to snap myself right. I'm like, you cannot be behaving like this. Drive like you are in a dangerous situation or something. Because I was just floating and just making my moves. And it's, I'm like, yeah, you are you are too familiar. And you are being too familiar right now. So you get in your zone sometimes and be on that shit, bro. So I hear you. Again. That used
0: to be me driving to work in the morning. I, re- just... I would remember leaving my garage and then the next thing I know, I'd be parking the car downtown, <laughs> but I didn't remember anything that happened in between.
1: Yeah, see, I, and I did not, li- I hadn't had that feeling and I was like, oh, I don't like the way that made me feel at all, so. No, thank you, people. But you know how we do. We we, we got to stick a fork in it, but before we walk away from it all, we got to visit the mean streets of Reddit and, this, and, 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 and the uh, subreddit known as r slash am I the asshole. We was doing this shit before that shit was sweet on TikTok and now I might have to be forced to put this shit on TikTok because motherfuckers can't be out there doing what we do and get more love for it than we do. But we'll get there. (laughs) I have pulled a selection. We're going to run through them and you guys tell me which ones speak to you the loudest. (laughs) Am I the asshole for signing a petition I thought was anonymous even though I knew my friends were against it. Amma the asshole for tasting my baby's formula. (laughs) Amma the asshole for calling my sister-in-law a hypocrite after she criticized my wife's choice to bottle feed our baby. Amma the asshole for leaving after I found out my brother wasn't home. (laughs) That's a good one. Amma the asshole for ruining my wife's dreams of becoming a stay-at-home mom. And Amma the asshole for saying, is it because I'm black, to my white mom. (laughs) These are all appropriate responses to these things.
2: I still, um, I think I relate strongly, the most strong to the, I left because my brother wasn't there. I really want to hear that one.
1: All right, we'll start with that one. Amma the asshole for leaving after I found out my brother wasn't home. Do you think this person is an asshole for this? Um, no, because I would leave too.
0: I'm going to go no.
1: Fair enough. Let's dig. I, 25 female, finished my master's degree this past spring and decided to move back to my hometown to be closer to my parents and brother. My parents are separated and my brother, Alex, 14, usually lives with my mom during the school year. I want to be there for his first day of high school, so I got up early, went to McDonald's to go get us some breakfast and went to my mom's house. My mom's husband answered the door and let me in. I asked my mom where Alex was, and she said he was at dad's house. I asked why. She told me he's going to try staying with dad until he could behave better with his siblings. He has three stepbrothers around his age. I said my usual greetings and goodbyes and made my way to leave. My mom's husband asked why I was leaving, and I told him I was going to see Alex. He looked upset, but said goodbye anyways. I spent the rest of the morning with Alex and my dad and drove him to school. My mom texted me, calling me an ass because I showed up with McDonald's in a house full of step siblings. I don't know them or consider them family and don't and didn't and don't offer them any of any or wish them well on their first day of school on their first day. She said what I did was rude because her husband's kids saw me with food and thought I was there for them. She asked me to come back around the time they get home and to take them out so they didn't feel left out. I asked if Alex would be there, and she said no. So I told her I'd be happy to, have to take Alex out with the kids if Alex wanted to go out with him. He, of course, said no, and now she's accusing me of trying to break up her family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Am I the asshole? Ed, I'm not asking if the asshole for not accepting these kids. Preaching your miracle stepfamily stories to me isn't really going to change that for me. I'm asking if I'm the asshole in this exact instance for leaving after I realized he wasn't there. Nothing more. No,
2: I agree. like <laughs> no. She was she wasn't an asshole. I agree with the mom. She might have been a little
1: rude, probably abrupt, but yet again, no. I don't even think she was rude and abrupt. She said her hellos and she said her appropriate goodbyes.
0: This feels kind of like what I talked about earlier in the show of, I don't feel like faking it for other people anymore. I'm gonna live my truth and if
1: I want to leave, I'm leaving. Bruh, this woman is grown, came to see her brother. Not these, not, I mean, I'm not knocking step siblings, that's cool, but They not, but they not her people. Like I said, I told y'all, I don't know my half brother. I don't know him like that. I know his name and I have met him, but I don't know him. Feel me? Can't tell you nothing about it, dude. So I can't. I would not. I I cannot say I'm going to comfortably kick it with dude. I get that. Mm-hmm. So no, nah, man. It's, uh, this is, this this person's not the asshole. Let's uh let's run down some comments just in case though. Not the asshole. You got the McDonald's specifically for your brother on his first day of school. If you showed up with a birthday present, would she expect you to give that to the students instead of him too? She's being unreasonable.
0: It, you know, it's funny. This literally sounds similar. To a Instagram meme that I just read. Mm -hmm. So it's a text conversation, right? So the first message is from, we'll say, uh, Mm ex-boyfriend to their son's mother. I just told my son to get on the game so we can play Call of Duty. And he said, you took it. Reply, yeah. Why? Reply, because he wouldn't let his brothers play with him reply it's his game he doesn't have to let them play it in this house we share so yeah he do
2: that's <laughs>
0: that's crazy because you got four kids and none of them share the same daddy give Woo! my son back his game so we can play bye rich <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no well sir <laughs> Uh, let me just read one more, well, a little more little back of, pack of comments. I think the fact she went immediately to, you're trying to break up the family, is pretty revealing. No reasonable per- person would have that reaction unless they are really, al- unless there are already big problems. Or, somebody responded to that, or more accurately, she said, she, said person had already done that themselves and is looking for a scapegoat to take the blame instead of accepting the fact. And in walked OP on a silver platter. <laughs> And then the third response to that is the mother literally broke with the family by sending the son to the father's house. Yes, I, that is a very good point. Factual statement. Factual statement, man. That's why I'll correct. All right. Holy shit. I want to read this uh, uh, stay-at-home mom one, but I really want to read this one. It, uh, it, uh, let's, 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 let's run through this. Am I, am I the asshole for saying, is it because I'm black to my white mom? Is this person an asshole? Probably not. In all fairness, I, fourteen, female, thought it was pretty funny, but not the point. Also, for context, I'm biracial, black and white, obviously, but but I just say I'm black usually. Basically, my mom called me and told me to go take the, check out the trash because it was su- <laughs> because it was super full, and she was trying to trying to skin potatoes for dinner. I told her that I was sleeping. <laughs> her call woke me. Her call woke me up, and asked if she could get my brother to do it. She said no and told me to do it. So I clearly, as a joke, because of the tone of my voice, said, is it because I'm black? Is it because I'm darker than him, mom? And I started laughing. (laughs) I make jokes like this all the time for reference. Well, she obviously did not find it funny or else I would have never have made this post. In a nutshell, she told me that I should never insinuate that she is racist like that. It isn't okay to make jokes like that ever and ask why I only claim my black side. I was like, Whoa. "Well, okay, party pooper." <laughs> In the end, I did take out the trash, but she clearly still is clearly still kind of mad at me. Am I the asshole for this? I don't think—I didn't think I was, but maybe I need to apologize.
2: I kind of oh, feel man. like um, the
1: mom has some underlying issues. Clearly, first comment: You're the asshole. Just oh. listen to your, just listen to your mom. Damn, it ain't that deep, bro. You don't have to disrespect her. I don't think it was disrespectful. Yeah, that whoever wrote that is an asshole. Next comment: You disrespected her by giving her sass instead of doing a relatively small task. She doesn't need that type of aggravation. Then you double down with a lousy joke. Just own your mistake and apologize. Fair enough. J- this isn't that
0: deep. Like
1: it truly. Is I'm pretty not.
0: sure that I've done this before. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I think I fucked with my grandma one time. I was like, I said something like this, like, oh, you're just mad at me because I'm black or something like that. Like, I, I mean, I'm not say that's what it said. Like, I'm I'm not like I can't remember the exact conversation, but I feel like I've said something similar to this before.
1: You're the asshole. Code switching is a thing and more than and you're more than old enough to know how to do it. You don't joke with your parents the same way you do with friends. Context matters. In this context, you weren't at all funny. It comes across like a whiny kid taking advantage of her mother's racial insecurities to avoid doing her chores. It's not—it's not a cute look.
2: So the person (coughs) that just wrote that know that the mother has racial insecurities, but can't see that that person was making a joke. You're a double asshole.
1: Everybody, I'm not gonna lie to you. These people who are, uh, oh, here, here's one. You're the asshole. Your joke was a taste was taste as tasteless as cardboard at best and vile and untoward accusation of racism at worst. I get that you make these jokes all the time, but I think there should be an end to them if if they only end up hurting others. Hmm.
0: This shit all sounds like a bunch of whiny ass white people bitching over some shit that don't matter.
1: Uh, the OP responded to that. Oh, actually, somebody removed a comment. The, the moderators removed a comment, so whatever was said right there got took away. But the OP did respond and said, "I'm almost like you're gonna apologize, but me and my mom joke like this constantly. Our relationship is generally pretty lighthearted, and I tell her everything, unless we actually need to be serious. Like if I'm being disciplined or something stupid, I or for something stupid I did again, then then we never are. So." seems and yeah. then somebody responds to that saying there seems to be a time and a place for like that joke like if you were both watching TV and she asks you to get her a glass of water, but a mom making dinner is not normally is normally not a good time when she needs a hand with something, and the OP responded yeah that's fair. So
2: I kind of feel like like uh, just it, it's always said the worst thing you can call a racist is a racist.
1: Yeah. Um. Everybody. Everybody. I'm sorry. Everybody is saying who is saying you're the asshole says it on some, on some old. You shouldn't have. Cu- oh, here we go. All right, keep going. I got. I got one. No, it's, I'm good. All right, hold on. Here we go. Finally, one that says not the asshole. And not only does it say not the asshole, but it's good. It's like it's, like I said, it's one of them glowing boxes with stars and shit. I Many people yeah. know what's up. Not the asshole. It was a joke. And you say you've made jokes like this in the past. White fragility is real, and Reddit is not the place to go for mediation on race relations. Also, you're a child, and she's an adult. The responsibility to mediate should be on her, and her inability to handle that is absolutely not on you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, they. Um, I mean, on the internet, there's, you know, never any room to, ex- you know, to fully explain things. But I'm glad that. Um, that redditor got to the uh, got
1: to the meat of the situation. All right, one last one. Not the asshole. White mom of three biracial children. My eldest has said similar, and we laugh because everyone knows my stance on racism, as I have been quite vocal, etc. My concern is <laughs> I hit dog hollers, and maybe that Ooh. touched a nerve. No love. You are most definitely not the asshole. Sending love. Right, right on. Bad one. A hit dog holler
2: is, is, is such is, is such a. Oh, uh, that's such a good one. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, maybe I'll check back with the uh, the old uh, ruining my wife's dreams of becoming a stay at home mom another time, cause uh, you know it is what it is. Anywho, that was it. We gave you an episode unexpectedly. Tell you right now, I was not prepared for this episode. Uh, a good half hour before it happened, I had to go and collect lyrics and, and emma the assholes and stories to read. It was a lot. But we got it done for you, the listener, because again, we're trying to make sure we give you one every week in September, unlike August, where we had a couple of weeks off.
0: It came together like a beautiful symphony.
1: I fuck with it. Plus, it's just my fault. And plus, you about to go out of town uh, and I'll miss your presence and, and, and be worried as you get back safely, because that's just how I function. <laughs> I do need you to get back safely
2: so you can get us those everything bagel um, lays.
0: I'll do that for you, baby. You got to connect. Different.
1: Yeah, Sam's Club Exclusive, <laughs> new shit. Cool, excellent, excellent as always. Uh, and of course, you know we got some. Uh, we got some. We tri- some Canadian. We tried. So you know we got we got some work to do. Work. <laughs> I see through quotes around it. This is awesome and good. But uh, please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Twitch channels. Give us a follow over on Twitter. If you see us tweet something, retweet that shit. Helps a lot more than you would know it's insane how that still kind of doesn't work like it used to work because me and dan had a sister for a minute there it was gravy <laughs> tweet untweet tweet untweet tweet untweet thousands of views with uh, thousands of downloads would knock up off of that shit. somebody was counting fucked up it was great <laughs> uh da-da-da-da. please rate review subscribe, i We at that part to all the shows okay and if you want to support the show financially and have a few bucks to toss our way You can join us over on Patreon, where members at the $5 and above tier get extra content each month and early access to new shows. We also have merch available over on tpublic.com slash user slash milk all one word. Feel free to give us a call, 216-302-8763. That's 216-302-8POD. We'd certainly love to hear from you. And uh, also, as as I don't seem to give it out anywhere in this uh, kerfuffle of things, shoot us an email, podcast at stayscrunchyandmilk.com. Uh, again, we'd certainly love to hear from you, and uh, we will definitely read it and or play it on the air. Uh, that's Tatum216.
2: Hello. I'll goodbye. <laughs>
1: it's Lunchbox 2099.
0: Nonstop pop pop.
1: <laughs> yeah, it touches my soul. Of stainless steel, people. Of stainless steel.
0: It was just funny, too, because I don't know if you mentioned this, but like the break bread part, I sang it in the church as the priest was doing the communion.
1: No, I had not mentioned that little piece of the puzzle. <laughs> oh my god, I it's been a, it's been a while since I've been in a church. Church, like I said, uh, yeah, because my aunt's funeral was at uh, at a at the funeral at a funeral home, so we, it, it was not a church situation. It was, I guess, a uh, what what the hell they call Them a funeral home. Uh, uh, I know. It's a funeral this home. A service. We, uh, like uh, you know, they have them in hospitals. They have them in airports. It's called a chapel. Chapel. It was in a chapel, but not an appropriate church. Thank you, Dan, for yeah. that. That was so. the
0: third church service I've sat through this year. <laughs> one, one, funeral, two weddings.
1: Oh, good lord! But uh, that's what's up, people, and uh, I am the Interstate Seven Thirteen. Our missing man is the real ODP. Send him some love. Uh, you tell him he's mad <laughs> at him. Soon yeah. to be on
0: the road again. <laughs>
1: Literally, the episode that this week's show title was uh the one that, that I put out today. How funny. Uh, I'm the internet 713 you've just been podcasting and I know you loved it we'll catch you next time peace
2: what happened to you you used to be beautiful <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, what
2: happened to you you used to be beautiful